This is Minds and Hearts Alike, an Enneagram Influence podcast about the three processing centers of the body, the mind, the heart, and the gut, and their influence on our perspective of life, love, health, and happiness. All right, so welcome to another episode of Minds and Hearts Alike. I'm your host, Mario, and I'm here to get here today with my favorite guest and my only guest so far on the podcast, my sister, Tamika. She is my motivation and my inspiration to do podcasts because sometimes I get a little bit uh, ADHD and maybe defocused and I get interested in other things and she reels me back in. So thank you for joining me today and thank you for being my anchor in this whole thing. Um, you are looking at me and kind of blushing a little bit. I don't know why. Because you're a dork. I'm a dork. <laughs> That is accurate. Oh, um, yeah. So. So. Oh, yeah. Today's topic. Today's yeah. topic is people who love or say that they love and they don't really love. Or do they? Or do they? I like that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, um, yeah that's what we're going to call this. So tell me about, you know. Your perspective on that, you know, you had a you had a leading thought. Yeah, I um, have wonderfully mature conversations with my daughter, and um, you know, we have some really great conversations. But she is an only child, so she has a perspective that, to me, sometimes is very self centered. And so she and I were kind of having a conversation and it was a general conversation, not really specific to her. And I was like, if everything that you do is centered around you and you aren't thinking about the other person, you really aren't loving the other person. Really, you're just loving yourself. Mm -hmm. And she said, that's not true. I'm loving, but I'm just not loving the way you want me to love you. Yeah. And I, I now... She is heart-led, I am mind-led, and I'm like, that's a (laughs) cop-out. Well, I don't know. She's a lot like her uncle in that philosophy, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, that's just such a cop-out. Like, I really am doing my best, and and then it turns the conversation around to, you just don't accept what I'm doing at my best. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it can't be your best if you're only thinking internally. Mm Mm-hmm. I think, oh, I'll give you a very specific um, scenario that we go through every year. Every year she asks me, Mom, I love you so much. What do you want for your birthday? And I say, a clean clean house. house. That's it. And you know what? I have gotten some very expensive and labor-intensive gifts over the years, Mm. but never a clean house. Mm -hmm. It usually ends up worse than what we started. You know, it's interesting because her and I talked about that this year. She was like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what I'm going to get for mom. And I was like, Aja, you're 17. You know what your mom wants. And she just bows her head. She's like, a clean house. And I'm like, okay, so uh, let's talk about why you can't do that. Well, because she makes up all these different reasons. I go, okay, you can simplify the whole thing by just saying, I don't want I to. hate cleaning. Yeah. Okay. You can start there. And by starting there, you get to honor yourself and acknowledge that this is going to require something of you that you don't want to give. Okay. But then you have to think in terms of the other person. 
And is the other person worth that effort? Once you acknowledge that this isn't something you want to do, that's fine and that's fair. And nothing says that you have to give it. But when you stop and then you look beyond yourself and you consider the other person, are they worth the effort? And with the pageant on deck and everything that's come with the pageant, with violin and every other thing that she has gotten herself into mm-hmm. over all the years. And I kind of said this to her. I said, is your mom worth it? You know, of course she's silent and, but in agreement. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, so that being said, um, that is the, that is the, I don't know. I want to say the advanced version of taking her philosophy to the next level, mm-hmm. because I do agree with her. Um, you know, my philosophy is, is that some people love the way they love. So that when they say, I love you, that means I do love you. It means that if something happened to you, I would grieve you. Mm-hmm. I would feel the weight of that loss. Now, that's probably not a fair way to, <laughs> to, to say that that is love. But, you know, that's kind of one way that I, I, got, I, I judge it. You know, if someone comes to me and says oh someone so-and-so passed away and I'm like oh man that's so sad I can't say that I love that person but that's in my head right Mm -hmm. I can't say I love them because I don't feel your absence I don't feel the weight of your loss I don't feel your contribution to my life Mm -hmm. development society in general you know sometimes people grieve the loss of celebrities uh, just for what they know about that person's legacy and so um, I would say that the reason why I agree with her, and this does, this does not make me right, by the way. The reason why I agree with her is because sometimes people love the way they love. They they have a worldview, and they say, okay, in order for me to feel love, I require A, B, and C. And as long as I'm getting A, B, and C, I feel loved. And then, you know, you come along and you say, okay, I require uh, B, C, and F. Well, B and C comes easy for me. Mm-hmm. But F, mm, that's the challenge, right? Mm-hmm. And so, well, they're loving you the easy way, the B and C way. Um, but then again, it's just like, are they doing you a disservice? Are they not loving you if they don't give you F? If they don't find it, if they don't dig deep, they don't manage to make that happen. Um, that's definitely up for debate. I think the, the marriage is, okay, I can do B and C, but I hate doing F. But this person is worth it. And for you and only you, I'm going to do F. Okay. Because there's got to be on the flip side to my, my own argument, there's got to be some differentiator, right? If I love everybody that comes into my life, A, B, and C, and I give everybody A, B, and C, then how are you supposed to know that I love you any different from a stranger or any different from some other person? Yeah. And I think it's, if you are only loving according to your requirements, to me, that's not love. To me, it's self-fulfillment. I'm saying not requirements, defaults. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. So, and and the way, and I think that that's, that, that's what's on the table here is how do you gauge mm-hmm. that? And we all gauge love very differently. I look at it as in when I am at my best, what am I willing to give up for you? And when I'm at my worst, what am I, how am I willing to extend myself Mm -hmm. to meet us? Yes. 
because that because to me that's how I gauge it. Um, in certain relationships, if it's always me overextending, I, I we have this uh, we have a week during um, leaving Egypt where we talk about the surrender, mm-hmm. and the surrender is like a big a big thing because you you cannot be in a place of surrender until you are at the end of yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's like, I will gladly come to the end of myself so that I can find out where God wants me to be. But also at the end of myself is showing who am I outside of myself. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, the outside of myself is how I serve and how I love. Right. right. Um, and that's just the way that I gauge it. I'm not saying that that's right either, but I'm like, you know, I even think about like little things like I, without question would die for my child. Mm-hmm. There is no negotiation when it comes down to what's worth it. If we are in a dire situation, she means that much to me that I'm willing to put my life on the line for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and not every situation has to be that extreme. But what are you willing to do? And if it's always, hey, I'm just going to go to what I like doing, then... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, so this is where I tell people because I don't want people to think that I'm being... Uh, too biased towards the person who has the limitations. Uh, I'm sorry, my mic keeps keeps cutting out. Um, I don't want people to think that I'm being too biased. If it weren't for the mother and daughter connection and scenario there, Mm -hmm. if this was like a regular relationship, unfortunately, you know what I'd tell you? Is I'd tell you, if you were in a relationship with someone who was only loving you the easy way, then you should no longer be in that relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is different based off the dynamics of the relationship. That's yeah. exactly what I would say. I would say if you were always, you you prefer D, E, and F, knowing that she likes A, B, and C, and you don't like none of those things. And I see you give D, E, and F because it's good for her, but she doesn't value those things. And you give A, B, and C as what she needs with your D, E, and F being backup. So you're giving her all of these things. And she's like selectively choosing which ones are good for her. Now, I think she'll grow into it as as life progresses. She'll learn to appreciate different things. And that's the fun part of of, of raising an adult. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it is. Um, but with that being said, I would still say outside of this mother-daughter dynamic, right? Because it's all about her becoming who she's going to become. Mm-hmm. And there are going to be... Unfortunately, certain extents to where she says, I'm not going to be this person that you want, right? Mm-hmm. But in any other relationship, if you're always giving A through F and the other person is only given what they're comfortable with giving you, it's time to leave that relationship. Yeah. And and it's not no hostility, right? no threats. You just say, hey, um, I realize that you love me differently in the way that I need to be loved yeah. in order to feel valued. So I appreciate the love that you have been willing to give, but I need more. Can you give it? No, you can't. Okay. Well, no hard feelings, but I'm out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, one thing that I want to add to this, and I don't believe that you can have love without it, is I honor where you are. Yes. And I'm not trying to change who you are. I just realize that I need something different. Mm -hmm. And in my respect and honor towards you, I let go so you can let go. And you can go and live and be fulfilled the 
the way that you want to, but it's not good for me. Right. Yeah. And that, and that's a big thing. And, and if you can't let me dynamics. go, then that's further indication of your selfishness. Yes, that's exactly it. Okay, right. so we had a situation, we were just talking about this earlier, um, about an individual, and I've known this individual for quite some time. And in the years of knowing this person, this person is always out for their own agenda and I've seen them through several relationships and even looking and I'm like in the time that I've known you your communication style has not changed at all Mm -hmm. this person was very offended by that but I'm like that's who you are and the reason that you and I get along is because I honor you where you are but I would never be in a relationship with you. I never have to look at dynamics the way that these other people have to look at relationships because I realized that that wasn't good for me. Right. It wasn't good for me. And I'm not even, Mm -hmm. I'm not even mad. One time, um, Bub, our sister said, um, you don't get mad enough. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, well, people, I'm just honoring where people are. Mm hmm. And I, and because I honor myself and I value myself, I'm like, this, this isn't good for me. Mm-hmm. So I bow out gracefully. Yeah. And you know what? I think that's the healthiest place to be. That's where everyone should aspire to get to a place to where it's like, okay, I know what I need and I know what I'm looking for. And I'm not mad at the other person that they can't give it yeah. to me. Okay. The, the, the anger does not come from whether or not they give it to you. Mm -hmm. The anger comes from you having the expectation to begin with. Absolutely. So it is, it is self-inflicted anger. Yeah. Right. And it's, Oh, well, how can you say that? But they did this to me and they did that to me and they did this. And if you listen to that person's conversation, they gave you every indication of what they were capable of. Mm -hmm. And you thought and expected to be the exception to the rule. Right. And you weren't right. And now you're angry. Yeah. And and something interesting in my reading that I've been doing is I'm as I'm observing a pattern that anger is often described as an emotion, but I don't think it's an emotion. I think that it's something that encases the emotions. Sometimes people are angry because they are emotional. Yeah. They are angry because they recognize that this situation is about to make me feel things that I don't want to feel. And mm-hmm. I'm angry that I realize I'm about to feel. And it's like a stonewalling against an emotional sensitivity that's happening somewhere in someone's psyche. Now, I don't have the proof for that yet, mm-hmm. but I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, and then there are other cases where the anger is due to expectation, right? So it's almost like where there is a lapse in something or being forced to feel something that you can see anger, I'll say, it, maybe it's an, I don't think it's an emotion. I still don't think it's an emotion. Uh, I, I, I don't. I think that it's something that accompanies an emotion, if that's, if that's a better picture. Like, you can be sad by yourself. Mm-hmm. You can also be angry and sad. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I feel like it, inco- it accompanies emotion. Nevertheless, go ahead. Did you have a thought there? I was going to say a lot of therapists are, they are quick to say, um, with that emotions wheel, have you seen those, Mm -hmm. um, where you pick out the emotions and they lead into other things a lot of therapists say anger is a secondary emotion. I like to have like layers that are a little bit different than what therapists say. And I'm not a therapist, so this is not Bible, but I believe that there are soul states that exist outside of emotions Mm -hmm. to me. 
love is a soul state. First um, Peter says, love covers the multitude of sin. Well, that means that even in your faults, mm-hmm. even in however you're feeling, love will cover that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that anger also could potentially be a soul state because it exists outside of emotion. So I love you, but I'm still angry. Yeah. Yeah, I do think a person can inhabit both spaces. And I'm still angry. You know, those types. Yeah, you know, if you think about a parent that gets really angry at their child for doing something that endangered their lives, Mm -hmm. right? In that moment, the parent is like, I could kill you Uh figuratively. Right. Because you made me realize that you could die. Right. I could lose you. (laughs) Yeah. And in that moment, I am so angry. But again, are you angry at the child? Mm -hmm. Are you or or did the anger occur because of the revelation that you have a lot of emotional value to protect? Yeah. Your investment, your connection to this other person. Right. Right. And so I don't. I'm leaning towards the area of that I'm not going to call anger an emotion. And I do like what you just said about calling anger a state. I would almost call, be tempted to call love a state. Mm-hmm, yeah. I would say anger, love, and pride are at least three states where you can be angry because you're proud. Mm-hmm. You can be angry because you love or some other combination, but you know that would be worth exploring on another day or another topic. I'm sure that'll be a good conversation. Too. I'm, sure, I'm sure it would be, but I gotta get my ducks in order before we get there. <laughs> okay, ducks. But I I have um, been very interested to look at relationships. I um, also encountered a young lady some weeks ago, and I don't really know her very well. Um, they she had reached out. And I just invited her to dinner and she was telling me about her boyfriend and they had been together for a long time. And she said, and he cheated on me and I've been trying for the last nine months to get over it, but I can't. Mm -hmm. She loves him no less, no less, but she's at a place that is truly at the end of herself where she is angry and hurting, but she still loves him. And she doesn't know what to do. Now, after that, um, she did tell me that she um, that they have split and they've been split for a couple of months now. And she said, I just realized I could never get over that. It's not something that I could get over that. And it wasn't worth me wasting his time or mine mm-hmm. by just staying in the same vicinity of him. Right. And I was like, how mature? Very mature. Is that? Very healthy. To say that I love you. Yeah. And I'm still connected to you. And I also know that this will never leave. Yeah. I I acknowledge that. And to me, um, I think that we have this romanticized view of love and how we receive love. Yeah. That makes us have, and this goes back to something you said earlier, that makes us have unreasonable expectations of how it will play out. Because you said you love me, you will forgive me for anything. Right. No, because I said I love you, I will not torment you for anything. Exactly. I I won't torture your life and make it. Yeah. I living hell. Yeah, every time you go out and you're late from work coming home, I'm like, who you, who, who who you been you with? with? Calling your phone, That's blowing not, you up. That doesn't much. make you happy. Right. It doesn't make me happy. But because I love you, mm-hmm. I'm, I have to let us go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still love you. Yeah. 
I just, I don't expect anything different of you. Right. In that regard. Right. And you know what? You, to our beginning point, you still love me. Yeah. You didn't do it because you don't love me, hopefully. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. You did it because you couldn't help yourself. Because in your one dimensional or two dimensional way of loving, you didn't see how this could hurt hurt me on a third dimensional level. Yeah. You don't have that connection. You're not there yet. I get it. And so I'm not going to put my expectation back in your hand and I'm not going to settle for a two dimensional love. Right. 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 When you advance to the other area, Mm -hmm. you grow in that level to where you can value me in that way. Mm hmm then maybe we can talk if I'm not married to somebody else by that point. Right. <laughs> That's it. That's yeah. 100% And now we're cordial it. and now we're respectful and now we're friends. Or yeah. Now we're cool. But uh-uh. Yeah, it's, it's, we now have a relationship without burden. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because we've alleviated ourselves from that. Yep. And forgiveness actually lies in that space. Yes. And it doesn't mean that I have to take you back. Right. But forgiveness lies in that space and it takes just off so much burden. Um, And I I think that there's a lot to say about expectations. I think that I, um, in my most unhealthy, in the unhealthiest state of Tamika, the way that I cut people off is tragic because I'm just like, I can't. That's just too much to deal with. I'm not dealing with it and I'm out. Mm-hmm. Um, in my healthiest state, I still cut people off, but um, it is very, it's, 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 it's with a different mindset. It's not that I don't want to deal with it. It is now let's deal with it. Yeah. And the consequences and repercussions of dealing with it will be what they will be. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I like where we are right there on okay. that thought. Okay, I like cutting you off on your thoughts. Have you done this? <laughs> I'm three for three. And uh, let's do a separate episode on cutting people off and when is a good time. Perfect. We'll do that? That'll work. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. This is Minds and Hearts Alike. You can always follow my webpage, mxwperspective.com. Find me on social media. Find me on TikTok, Instagram, all that jazz. Thank you. 